Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Solitude, A Return to the Self. In everyday life, when we describe someone as lonely, we usually pity them. Looking at solitary figures, people identify them as dispirited and depressed. For fear of becoming isolated, many people long for the hustle and bustle of life. They make every effort to maintain intimate interpersonal relationships and seek affirmation in their various friendships to prove that they are doing okay. Often, people gauge whether a person is living happily by the state of his interpersonal relationships. However, is the truth really what we think? Do all people with active and harmonious interpersonal relationships necessarily enjoy happier lives than solitary people? Actually, this is a somewhat lopsided view. Interpersonal relationships do have a very important role to play in life. However, an exclusive focus on external relationships can easily lead us to superficiality. Today, with the exponential growth of information and the inflated stimulation of people's desires, a desultory life can easily make people lose direction and make it difficult to achieve wholesome heartfelt happiness. In fact, Groups make many people feel out of place and even slide into negativity. If we can find time to be alone, it will help us connect with our inner feelings. We can use the opportunity to ponder and reflect on our current position, returning to our original purpose, reaffirming our lives' meaning and direction. Consequently, solitude is not as negative as it may appear. On the contrary, in many situations, isolated activity has very positive implications for those at critical moments in their lives, and for people gifted with creativity, solitude is a far more significant benefit than interpersonal intimacies. The author Anthony Storr was a celebrated British psychoanalyst and psychiatrist. He was a research fellow at Oxford University and a fellow of London's Royal College of Physicians, the Royal College of Psychiatrists, and the Royal Society of Literature. He was the author of 12 best-selling books in psychoanalysis, and he is regarded as the UK's most literary psychiatrist. He specialized in the analysis of negative emotions, combining his research in psychiatry and philosophy to communicate in depth with the general reader. This book is an outcome of his research on solitude. In the current book, Storr combs the thoughts of many famous psychoanalysts, investigates the creativity of several talented artists, probing and expounding how solitude is significant in their lives and why they value it. Many people dread isolation. Storr praises it as a way to exercise our sensibilities and open our hearts. Solitude he suggests is a means of self-help, a tool to deal with problems, it has the potential to channel our intense feelings, stimulating creativity, reach the depths of our souls, even produce a transcendent spiritual experience, and lead to fulfillment. Since its publication, this book has received much praise. British psychiatrist Anthony Clare considered it enlightening, a work that contented the soul. Chinese philosopher Guoping Zhou commented, the author, a considerably literary psychiatrist persuasively reveals the value of solitude in life, including its psychotherapeutic effects. In this bookie, we will discuss solitude in three parts to support your emotional integrity, improve positivity, and fulfillment. The first part, the positive implications of solitude. 
the second part, the effect of solitude on creators. And the third part, introspection. Solitude may seem to be a negative state. In fact, in many circumstances, solitude has very positive implications. When we go through a major change, isolation can have a calming effect on our uncertainty and anxiety. You may wonder how solitude can be healing when the word sounds melancholy. Life is a journey of ups and downs. We experience joy and satisfaction and also suffer from traumas and ordeals. When we face significant changes in our lives, care and consolation from our closest confidants, relatives, and friends can be comforting. Still, inner relief must ultimately be a wholly personal process of adjustment. Therefore, a state of solitude is most conducive to communicate with our inner selves and regain serenity. Many people encounter bereavement at some time in their lives. The experience of losing someone you love is difficult to accept. In severe cases, it will even cause the person in mourning extreme mental trauma. In this situation, some people may develop defensive behaviors to hide their grieving from the people they encounter in their everyday life. For example, someone who has just lost a spouse will quickly return to work for distraction. They seek a quick return to normality, to suppress their pangs of sorrow. In fact, this diversion strategy considerably extends the mourning period. They may take longer to recover from their bereavement compared to those who give full vent to their grief in a timely manner. The author argues that adaptation to bereavement is a personal process. It needs to be an individual transformation in mental attitude. A bereaved person needs an extent of separation and solitude, isolated immersion in their mourning of the deceased. In this regard, at different times and around the world, there have been various mourning customs. In the ancient Greek countryside, it was usual for women who had lost a loved one to mourn for five years. During this time, they were required to dress in black, visiting the grave of the deceased every day to talk with them. This ritualistic mourning may seem maudlin, but it was positive and meaningful to the bereaved. As the long ritual played out, the grief was released, and the feelings of bereavement relieved. The widows gradually came to terms with their loss in a positive and individual way. To take another example, the rule Orthodox Jews must abide by is that after losing a loved one, the bereaved are isolated in their homes. The only other place they can visit is the synagogue, the community meeting place for Jewish worship. Again, ritualistic isolation provides the bereaved loved ones with solitude, allowing them to become reconciled with the death. Alone, every day, they face the loss until the time comes that they can truly accept it and understand that life can still go on without the past relationship. Another kind of intense suffering occurs after severe physical trauma in patients who sustain severe burns, lose sight or hearing, and are paralyzed following major surgery. Most people with these experiences are unable to care for themselves. They need to be looked after and supported by others. They are both physically fragile and mentally sensitive. The emotions aroused by external relations are very likely to disturb their vulnerable feelings. Therefore, it is important for these people to minimize external contacts, keep quiet, and maintain emotional balance. In other words, they need personal space. Cutting unnecessary contact with the outside world is a consequence of a limiting physical condition. This inevitability allows patients to pay more attention to their inner self. 
they can slowly and solitude digest the negative emotions brought about by the trauma. Solitude can also help people sublimate spiritual experiences. In the book, the author tells us the story of American Rear Admiral Byrd. The life of a Rear Admiral typically involved working under high pressure. After 14 consecutive years of living with this intensity, he felt that there must be more to life. So, one winter, he decided to work in Antarctica at a meteorological station, applying to work the night shift in utter solitude. Through this massive change, he desired to introduce a new dimension to his life. He had always longed for isolation, to be alone and explore a different set of emotions. One day he was out for a walk at dusk. The temperature was minus 32 degrees Celsius. In the silence, as the sun set and the night was slipping in, everything appeared in perfect harmony. At that moment, he felt a blended singularity with a universe that was harmonious and orderly. Everything in existence including his body was vibrating at the same frequency. He experienced the harmony of nature and humanity. At that moment, he felt sublimated like never before. Imagine if he was still in the bustling noisy everyday world, could he have such an experience? In solitude, people are able to let go of all external trivial and complicated interpersonal relationships. They can discard the politeness and elaborate etiquettes of human interaction. At such moments we are still, and our inner self feels purified. An inner longing tuned into the universe makes it possible to gain a sense of transcendence. The stories of religious leaders also testify to their use of solitude. During Buddha's quest for enlightenment, he still could not achieve it even after rigorously practicing meditation and austerities. Eventually, the enlightenment came to him after a week of peaceful meditation beneath a body tree on the banks of the Niranjana River. Jesus similarly had to spend forty days alone in the wilderness, enduring temptations and enticements from the devil before he eventually gained the message of repentance and salvation that he proclaimed to the world. Both spiritual leaders needed continuous solitude to give them strength. In these focused meditations, they could explore their higher thoughts and purposes, realizing the supreme truth. Their solitude brought clarity that influenced countless generations. Finally, let's look at another positive side of solitude, stimulating creative potential. There are times when solitude is imposed, such as in the case of imprisonment. Prison deprives people of most liberties and the rights enjoyed by a free society, while contemplation remains unobstructed and unconstrained. The solitude of imprisonment can give rise to creativity beyond usual limits. The experience promotes some talents and some prisoners eventually embark on a professional career in the creative arts. The life story of the French writer Jean Genet is the stuff of legend. Abandoned by his parents as a child, he was uprooted and spent his entire adolescence in a cycle of crime and imprisonment. Later, while incarcerated, he began to reflect on his life, and believed that his misfortune mostly came from his degraded social environment. So, he picked up a pen and expressed in words his dissatisfaction with his living conditions. He wrote two novels in prison, Our Lady of the Flowers and Miracle de la Rose. The books express his thoughts, poetically reacting to his isolation and imagining the blue sky, human warmth, and freedom. The solitude in imprisonment awakened in him the path of literary creation. Aside from those shackled like Genet, 
others due to the partial deprivation of their senses are also more attentive to their inner selves. This loss too can accentuate creative inspiration. The brilliant Spanish painter Goya is one such example. Before he lost his hearing, he focused on portraiture. Then an infection caused him to become completely deaf. After that, he was isolated from the clamor of the world. He devoted more of his attention to his inner life. The silence gave an expansive space for his imagination allowing him to develop a greater affinity for the human condition. He shifted his focus from portraiture to diverse forms of painting. His work gained deeper resonance, expressing powerful human emotions as can be seen in works such as The Caprices and The Disasters of War. All right, that concludes the first part of this bookie concerning the positive implications of solitude. Let's summarize. Solitude, a seemingly negative state of life has very positive implications in many situations. When people suffer a major loss, it can accelerate the healing of their inner wounds, it can separate people from the hustle and bustle of life and help them sublimate their spiritual experiences. In the cases of imposed solitude, it can empower feelings and inspire creativity. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.